What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Drea Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. I forgot that was my cue. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, first of all, let me just say we had a lot going on yesterday. We We accidentally got drunk. We accidentally? Went, I think it was an accident. How do you accidentally because get drunk? we didn't do that on purpose. Um, we were on a podcast yesterday, Unrated Unruly. Shout out to them. It was actually a really good podcast. It was. Did you have fun? I did. Yeah, I enjoyed I it. Fun. So um, shout out to them. We had a good time. It was um, cool. So, look, I'm not ignoring you, boo. We're going to get to you and say, I think I'm like, baby. They're like, who this nigga is? <laughs> yes, ladies, we got something for y'all today. For sure. But hold on, let me do a little update. Dre, what's been going on your past week? What's up? Hmm. I'm dead. I had a good week for the most part. Oh. Um, You know, I started back working. Oh, a working queen. And it was fucking trash. Okay. I hate it here. <laughs> So you didn't like being at work? No. Why not? It's ghetto. Okay, so what happened? Nothing. Nothing. And that's the problem. Did you make some money at No. Okay. So I'm like, why the fuck am I here? So are you going back? I'm going back. Okay. You know, for the time being. Right. But I got a plan. You already know my plan. I can't say it because you don't never know who watch it. But yeah, I got a plan. So I mean, you know, I'll be there for a little little while longer. I think you should give it some time because, you know, honestly, right now it's cold. It's winter. People aren't outside like that. So it's about to get warm in a little. It's about to get warm in a bit. So I feel like once the weather gets a little bit nicer, it's gonna be it's gonna be busier. So you can you can you should stick it out. For how long? Um, I I would say at least till spring. At least till spring. And then wait. And make your money, bitch. Don't let it make you. <laughs> okay, Ronnie. You know what I'm saying? No, I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I've outgrown this stage in my life. I feel like sometimes we be trying so hard to make puzzle pieces fit where they don't fit no more. I feel like I kind of missed working, you know, because I feel like sometimes I would be bored. Right. But I really feel like it's been so long, I just don't like it anymore. It's not for me. Well, like, the girls are fucking annoying and lame as fuck. I hope they are not listening. I don't give a damn what they gonna do. Beat me up. Yeah. No, they no, not. I can't fight. Yeah, actually, you can. I'm gonna have to call you up. Who can fight? It don't even matter if you can't fight. You big, so they gonna be scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you bring your big sister. It's like when you bring your. It's like when you bring your big sister to school I'm to fight your battle. I think that would be scared. And as soon as somebody swing, I'm running. Bitch. I think that would be scared off the walk in. Like you wouldn't even have to say this. You right. You right. I'm walking that. Especially side. with that chinchilla on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I put this on my. Life. Lord, my niece was when she felt and nobody Ball. probably knows what song they came yes, from. They do. Everybody knows that fucking song. What song? Thank you. I man. mean, I mean, yeah, but I feel like everybody doesn't know that. Did you know what song they came from? No, I exactly. I proved my point. Anyway, so we're gonna move on. My week you- was, uh, it was cool. I moved into a new apartment. Um, I know y'all know my show. I have a show called Jazz and Lex. Where to next? So me and my co-host Jazz got a two bedroom. It's really nice. It's really spacious. I'm excited. I realized I'm a person that doesn't like to live alone. I've lived alone for two years and I really did not like it at all. So I have a two bedroom and it's really nice. It's like all hardwood floors we got the stainless steel appliances and i'm just really really happy to be you in are this space. i'm so happy yes you I saged it already jazz saged it for us she okay we did sage it so we're gonna have a housewarming in like in like two weeks so i'm really excited i'm excited too y'all gonna have a caterer a caterer hell no because you, you got can't caterer cook. money 
No. Jazz can cook, bitch. Why are you trying to put me on blaze? I was just wondering who was going to cook. I can cook a mean Because then I was going to say, maybe I got to eat first, then come. Bitch, fuck you. Don't come then. Don't come. I mean, that's fine. I'll save my money. I don't have to get you no gifts. I didn't even say y'all had to bring gifts. That's what a housewarming party is to me. Who comes to a housewarming party without a gift? I don't know. Gift? I just feel like, I mean, y'all, if y'all can bring something if you want, but I'm not going to be like, bring something for the house because you know I got everything. Oh, you better than me because bitches, I'm, bitch, I'm going to have a motherfucking basket at the door. Bitch is going to drop your Gifts. Drag gonna be like, I need a vacuum, a TV, <laughs> a, a TV stand. I'm gonna have a register. I'm gonna have a registry. Like I just <laughs> had a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyways, we gonna go ahead and get into it, y'all. We have a special guest today. We do. Because the topics that we're talking about today, we definitely <clears throat> needed a guest for. So introduce yourself and tell the people who you are. And what's up, y'all? My name's Jay Cop. I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. I've been out in Atlanta about 10 years now. So okay. I'm doing my thing. How do you okay. say you? You. Mm. I'm what? dead. How do you say you two? Two. Exactly. Wait, two. You, you really say it different? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Y'all have the worst accent <laughs> in America. I never caught on. I never caught on. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I didn't oh know my you were God. from Baltimore. You're about to get on my nerves this whole time already. <laughs> <laughs> you can be like, you. 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 <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into it. We're not going to pick on you too much. So the first topic I wanted to talk about is because I've never had this conversation with someone who is an actual Greek. Um, I wanted to talk about Greek life. Like, it's been a lot going on in the media with, like, Lil Boosie lately. And there's stuff that's been going on in the past. Like, there was a girl on Twitter one time. She was like, if I'm strolling, I don't care if Sasha Obama is standing in front of me. I'm pushing her out the way. Like, her account got deleted because they were like, they took that as a threat to the president's daughter. Like, <laughs> Shit is crazy. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes I feel like Greek life is really a joke. I'm not going <gasps> to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. I'm being honest. What, and what are you? I'm an alpha. Okay. Yeah, alpha five, alpha. I like alphas. I don't think they're as corny as kappas. No, I mean, yeah, kappas are a little extreme, but I just feel like Greek... Okay, so let me tell you my opinion on Greek life, okay? I just feel like it's just something that you're like, you're basically paying for friends. Okay. I feel like fair. you're paying for friends, I and I just way. feel like that the brotherhood stuff. I, I feel like it's and y'all have to go through so much right. to even be in there. Yeah, right. like I was dating somebody at the time, and he was getting hazed. And I'm telling you, they calling him like three o'clock in the morning. Come wash my car. Come bring me. I breakfast. remember, yeah, that shit is stupid. That's a lot, yo. That's, That's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, that is a lot. So I just yeah. want to know, like, what are the pros of being involved, like being in involved in a, like a Greek sorority fraternity? whatever it's a lot of pros i mean you got the network right um when you approach the when you get into the real world you know when they when people, a lot of people are black african-americans in position mm-hmm. um typically they a lot, a lot of them are greek greek affiliated right mm-hmm. so it just it's that it's that it's that ne- other lane of networking mm-hmm. that you get to tap into really right you know? but the issue really arises, and i'm of course i'm greek myself so mm-hmm. i have a little bias as, as far as towards how a lot of greeks act mm-hmm. it's a lot of greeks that do the most when it comes to the shit, right? Yeah. Um, what you'll find is a lot of people weren't really who they are, who they are post crossing mm. before they cross. So mm-hmm. a lot of people eat that shit up, right? Mm-hmm. So they get, get they cross, they get letters. Speaking for guys, all of a sudden they getting a girl that they couldn't get, they get right. the attention mm-hmm. that they wasn't used to. Um, so a lot of people run with that and just let it go to their head. But I mean, you got some people that are just real cool about the shit, right? Mm-hmm. You got niggas that was. Getting pussy before you got niggas that had mm-hmm. attention before, so right. it's really yeah, not new to them. So mm-hmm. it's a fine line that you gotta that you straddle. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people do. I 
I can agree to an extent with you guys that a lot of people do take it overboard when it right. comes to that socially, you feel me? Right. But outside of that, you got to really use it for what it's worth. Um, I use it personally when I'm, you know, I'm a businessman. So when I tap into these business meetings with other people who are African-American, a lot of the times they are Greek, right? Mm-hmm. And they, not, they may not necessarily be the same organization as me, but... It's something we could talk about. Something we can can relate to. Right. Okay. And when in business, it's all about the relationship. So right, you right. Can get somebody on your side with that. Pretty much run with it. Okay. So let me ask you a question though. So as an alpha, like if Boosie would have did something like wore <laughs> alpha sweatshirt, would that would have made you mad? Like, Hell no. Was I'm that a Boosie fan. Or? I'm a Boosie fan at the end of the day. Right. But I we knew love it was Boosie coming Boo. from a place because let's be real. If you really listen to Boosie, I'm talking about back to. I was listening to Boosie at 12, 13 years old in West Baltimore. Oh, you mm-hmm. was bad. Yeah, I was, I was, I was a bad child. Bad But No, but like, Boosie's a hood nigga. Right. Yeah. And if you're from the hood and you know hood niggas, you know when they do shit like that, it's not a place out of malice. It's like these niggas just don't know. Right. Or me? they I just was, don't care. Or they don't give a fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, I was watching Boosie with the whole Kappa thing went down. Um, I seen that he was talking about, he, he's, he posted on live like, y'all got to teach me to dance. <laughs> You know? Yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. I'll be laughing hard as hell. Mind you, Cap was just going crazy they, they were But why were they so pissed? I think that's what we don't understand. And I think that's why she said to her, to a certain yeah. extent, it's just sometimes it's, it's kind of yeah. lame. So, because it's like, why are you that fucking upset? Right, and I agree. To, the, to their defense, because I guess it's their organization, uh-huh. and everyone plays their organization, you know, it's kind of seen as disrespect. But to me, as a Boosie fan mm-hmm. and as an alpha, I would have took it as, it was a joke. Yeah. Right. Like, it, uh, like if you, because be, be, just be clear, like, a lot of dudes that, that cross fraternities, a lot of them got stories, a lot of them from the hood. So mm-hmm. a lot of them can relate to a lot of the shit that a lot of, like, Boosie right. and Webby rap about. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So if you see, if I, me personally, if I seen Boosie doing an alpha stroll or talking about or wearing an alpha sweater at a hog thing, I would think it was funny because mm-hmm. he don't know. Like right. I got, I got. When I go back to because he didn't go to college. Exactly. First of all, Boosie, Boosie was not at nobody right. college. He don't know what the fuck Greek life have, is about. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And how serious niggas really take that shit. Right. Exactly. Like even when I go home in Baltimore, like I still got niggas to this day around my way where I grew up. Yo, how much it costs to do what you do? Like mm-hmm. being your fraternity, what I'm like, bro, it ain't really it's, like. Yeah, that. it's, it's not like, like that. But they don't know. Mm-hmm. So why? But why is it such a serious thing? Like why is it like, oh my gosh, I'm an yeah. alpha and you can't do that? And why because, is it so? Serious? And another thing too you know like well when I was in college you know they would have like the people that were pledge and then I guess after um university and after um what is it what's after you go to the four year I forgot grad school, school. Yeah. after grad school um if you get on in a fraternity or sorority you're on paper yeah and they take that serious too like the difference between people who are like on paper and the people who really really had right. to pledge right. and I guess I don't really understand the difference with that too cause it's like if I'm I mean, if I'm an AKA right. and you an AKA, bitch, I mean, we both still AKAs. What's the difference <laughs> right. if right. I'm on paper and you had to pledge? Right. So I'm going to break it down for y'all. This is me speaking as a Greek. It's not me speaking as me, right? Uh-huh. So when people go into undergrad and they pledge to undergrad, they typically go through a process um, where they, to quote unquote, earn their letters. Mm-hmm. Right. When now, you get your ass beat. That's when you get like spanked. A lot of, a lot I of heard Cabbage be eating donuts off each other's dicks. <laughs> I, I don't heard know it. about I that. I heard that, that too. At my school. So that means it's true. No. 
That I'm means gonna, it's true. I'm gonna need some cabbage to tap. I heard that too. Now, yeah, we we need know. to know. You know that they little shimmy. Know. That little shimmy kind of sassy. <laughs> <laughs> that shimmy real fucking sassy. Bitch, they about to destroy you <laughs> when, when when this shit come out. Oh my god. But no, like so, like you know, with that, like undergrad, you typically pledge, you go through a process to get mm-hmm. your letters right. But in grad, it's seen as um, you typically it's not as strenuous as much of a process. To be mm. to be respected is like okay, I earn my letters in this organization. Mm-hmm. It's not it's literally it's it's physical shit you go through, but a lot of it's mental as well. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's maybe like a little bit of a hating thing? Because you know sometimes people be feeling like, oh, you got this shit easy, and I had to really really work for it. A lot it. of people feel like that. Yeah, a lot of people feel like that. A well, lot that's of your people... dumb ass fault. You're supposed to work. Uh, smarter, smarter, not harder. Because I'm gonna wait and get my paper. <laughs> I feel that. Because at, at the end of the day, y'all ain't like, about to beat my ass. Because at the end of the day, though, like once you like when you cross undergrad versus grad, yeah, it's some you know discrepancies between the two. Uh huh. Right? At the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> I was waiting about, on you to say something. It's all about the work you do with the organization. Because when people cross grad, these are grown ass women. Mm-hmm. A lot of these women are like doctors, lawyers, business owners. Yeah, they be older, the mm-hmm. and they're the ones you want to position yourself with, right? Right. So I mean. It, it, it comes down to like a social construct of like, okay, I'm an undergrad, I play as undergrad, this, this, and that. But honestly, it's really about the work that you do for the organization. Right. Down to it. Whether you crossed, you know, you actually pledged or you went through something that's not as strenuous, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. It's all about the work you do. Right. Okay. See, Got when you. I was in college, you know, it was lit. Like, you know, if you was dating somebody that was a Greek, like, oh, it was yeah, lit. absolutely. But I guess now as an adult, like, when I be in the club and I be seeing people, why are you <laughs> strolling? I'm at the strip club. You okay? So, we ain't gonna never see you strolling in the club, okay? Ever. I bet my last dollar, okay? Okay, well, I can respect it. Why do like, why do they do that? Because honestly, and I'll be honest with you, a lot of the times when you catch a group of guys or a group of women strolling in a club, a lot of the time they just crossed. I crossed about Shit, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm How old. old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 20, so I'll be 28 this year. Oh, Gemini. you a baby. Oh, we the Gemini same season. age. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the times, those dudes, those women, they they had just crossed. They just got their letters, so they, like, hype about this shit. Mm-hmm. Which is nothing wrong. Like, you work for something, you awarded opportunity, have at it. But I feel like it's a time and a place for everything. So, if I'm in compound in my section, I don't want to see yeah going past my section. I do it all because I'm on the Atlanta scene a lot. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I see it all the time when a lot of dudes be in the club strolling. It's like all these women in here. Y'all I stroll, am dead. Bro. It be killing. It be I like oh, get yeah. secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, I be like, what are you doing? I mean, I feel what you're saying. it's intense. I mean, and for me, like I actually used to want to be in a sorority. Yeah. What you was trying to be? I wanted girl? to be an AKA because my family. I have like a lot of AKAs in my family on my mom's mm-hmm. side. So and they were like pressuring me when I went to college. Like they was like, what you gonna pledge? And then my best friend Jasmine. A lot of people in her family are AKAs too. So we both had said when we went to college we was gonna pledge aka but then once i got to college i changed my mind and also when i was in high school we had like in houston we had like high school yeah we had like high school sororities and high school fraternities a lot down here too yeah yeah, yeah, and so when i was in high school i pledged this high school sorority called mademoiselles come on mademoiselles (laughs) girl shut the fuck up i know that's right so so look So look, <laughs> this hoe is so fucking annoying. I can't I'm even get. Out, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's> crazy. <laughs> I can't even get.
get to my I'm, fucking story. Uh, it was red and white. I know that's okay. right. Oh, Y'all was like okay. the baby Kappa girl. We was. We had jackets and everything. <gasps> yes. So I had to pledge or whatever for like eight weeks. Ooh. And on the night of our initiation or whatever, they threw an egg at my eye. Are you serious? Yes. They were well, they were throwing eggs at us, like raw and eggs. Happened and it happened to hit me in my eye and it broke a blood vessel in my eye. And after that shit, and I mean I crossed. <laughs> but then after that, I was like, I'm done with this shit. So it was like I was one, but I stopped going to all the events and shit because I was just like, this ain't for me. Right. Like y'all literally injured me like, to yeah. get I mean, into this uh -huh. shit. People have died I mean, from not, hazing. Yeah, and it's like yeah. to get into this shit and like what the fuck? They paddled us and all type of shit. So yeah. And this was high I school. I know you can't That's talk good. about the hazing process like right. that. But why do they go so hard? Like, why did hazing, for a moment, it was, like, really, really dangerous. I do mm -hmm. believe it scaled back a lot due to all the deaths that were happening. Mm -hmm. But why is the hazing process so, like, crazy and dangerous? Mm -hmm. Um, Just to be on record, a lot of uh, divine organizations are non-hazing for I'm dead. So, <laughs> no, I'm no. dead to the bed. And nah, see, that's um, why I was scared. Because I was like, if I went through this in high school, I don't yeah. want to see what it's like on a college skill. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. See, it, it, it's different when you get to college school. A lot of the times it's really mental, right? You'll be put in situations mm -hmm. where you really think about something so drastically that it can really alter your whole mindset, mm -hmm. right? Um, Think about this, it may be something that's going on consistently every night mm -hmm. to a certain extent. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where it's just all mental, it's just mm -hmm. all there's a lot of the things are designed to really test your mental state mm -hmm. and your mental capacity because a lot of people aren't mentally stable, right? But even with that, with my speaking on my process, a lot of things I went to that was a lot of that was mental and physical, I applied that to real life. Mm -hmm. Oh, gotcha, like, okay, you know, even with the like. You know, tearing people down, um, mental, just mental shit that you got to go through. Right. Just, just trials and tribulations and mm -hmm. all type of shit like that. You know, like if you pledge, you you pretty much, like you're not an experience being broke. Right. If being honest, because, you mm -hmm. know, I was the brokest nigga in Atlanta when I was online at one point. So Gee, it's like, that's college. Yeah, that's just college. Gym. So imagine <laughs> you broke, you're a broke college student and you pledging at the same mm -hmm. time. That's just like, and you owe everybody money. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time, like the shit you go through. Um, it really just me personally, or what, for what I can speak, it prepares you for a lot of the things that you face, like post grad, you know, mm -hmm. just mental stuff. Right. You know okay. I mean? You can think back if you had the right process, because a lot of people go through process, they just get their ass whipped. They just mm -hmm. it's a lot of things that just go on. Mm -hmm. right exactly. But if you go through the right process, you'll look back on certain things where you can just think like, okay, I can apply this to where I'm at now. Right. right. Not really take shit to heart. Mm -hmm. Fold under certain conditions. Right, right. Okay. So to wrap this topic up, do you re ever like regret pledging? Like ever at all? Uh, me personally, I don't uh, because I was very rough when I came out of Baltimore. Like, mm -hmm. I grew up in West Baltimore, so I came down to Atlanta. I was a totally different person mm -hmm. from how I spoke, right. how I dressed, everything. I was just a totally different nigga. So mm -hmm. me pleasant, I wouldn't say it played a part in that because I'm a hustler at the end of the day. So right. I was going to always make sure I'm good. But certain things that came along with that process kind of polished me a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, to really get me to the point. Like I got my first, when I was in college, I, I went to school for accounting. Mm -hmm. I got my first internship from a fraternity, brother. That oh, if wow. I didn't, if, if I didn't, you know, had that relationship with Joe, I probably, if I didn't know him at all, I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have got that. And that sparked my whole professional transition into entrepreneurial, okay. you know, path for real. So 
I don't regret it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't regret it at all. It's, well, I feel like you're using it for the right reasons, though, because yeah. I feel like a lot of guys and uh, some females, like, they use it going in, trying to get clout. Clout, And yeah, people, clout you know, yeah. you'll have people that were straight losers in high school. That's and then they'd be like, oh, I'm going to reinvent myself. And That's they facts. pledge, and they'd be like, oh, I'm the man. And I'm like, oh, you, you still lame, though. No, Nigga, you still you. a no, loser. Still and, I, and I can say that because, like, like I said, like, even though I'm Greek, you know, I'm around, I, at the time, I was around a lot of Greeks. It was like. Like I had, I've been had clouds since high school. Like, mm. Ooh, like, that's right. Like, this is one thing. Yeah. <laughs> you from, but no, but no, so like I get around. Like so, I cross. I you know I found like other Greeks. It's like, like bro, you lame as fuck, bro. Yeah. Like the only thing yeah. cool because you cross. But it's one of those things you recognize that. And me personally, I don't fuck with them type of people. I mm-hmm. fuck with people that's cool before and after. Right. Yeah, they don't necessarily. So, so that's important. Cool with your line brothers, I am like we cool. Um, yeah, we definitely cool. I talk, I talk, I check in there from time to time. But you know, everybody, everybody growing, everybody on their own shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got families. Mm-hmm. A lot of people married. A lot of people got businesses they trying mm-hmm. to grow. So mm-hmm. everybody not as like Tight. buddy buddy and close knit how we once was. Life is me. real. Yeah, life happens once sure, you walk sure. across that graduation. Yeah, field, we know too. So, Trust yeah. me. So, where'd y'all go undergrad? I went to uh, Stephen F. Austin State University. It's in Texas, in Nacogdoches. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. What about I went you? to Texas Southern University. TSU. You know. Mm-hmm. I used to be in that whole wildin'. Child, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lex, you never wanted to pledge ever? Hell no. Never? No, I didn't. It. When I went to school, I was like, I had my boyfriend, and I was that bitch. I was working at Dreams, bitch. I didn't want to Oh, yeah. Dreams lit, though. I was lit. Yeah. I was that bitch. Like, I was the girl at Dreams. No, like, but that's... I was that waitress. I didn't want to do... I, I even have nothing to do with college. Yeah, like I would like go to my class, and, then, and I'm like, I'm going to the club. Yeah, bitch. I'm going to yeah. make money. Yeah, so I'm not saying nothing's wrong with that. But mm-hmm. in college, I wasn't on that stuff and at I'm, all. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all. When I first came to Baltimore, like I ain't really have no. It wasn't no Greek life. Niggas ain't care about Greek life. In Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got down to Baltimore. I got down to Atlanta. I'm like, in the South, people care about. Oh yeah, life. in Texas, it's, it's a, a thing. Deal. It's a big deal. So I got to Atlanta. I'm like, man, who are these niggas on camp? They cool. They fuck with all the chicks or whatever, but they uh-huh. also want they shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, that, and you feel me? That's the particular, you know, what drew, what drew me into that organization. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can I can be that social butterfly. I can party animal, whatever. But at the same time, I can be up at 8 a.m. for 8 a.m. class. Shit, not me. That's why I feel two classes. Fresh me. <laughs> no, I feel right, I used to be partying too hard. I'm yeah. dead. So, yes, let us know what y'all think about Greek life. I hope um, nobody gets offended by the things that I said. But yeah. I said what I said. And I meant, be. And I meant it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's people, opinions. People, yeah, it's you all know? opinion. It's people all should opinions. have tough skin when it comes right. to this shit, man. Yeah. Everybody got their own opinion and perspective. Right. right. I agree. So the next topic was actually, uh, somebody had tagged me in a comment because um, there's like a clothing line and mm. the girl was like, I'm making clothes for taller women mm-hmm. and, you know, because like... I, the bell bottoms are back in. Yeah, so, they are. But for tall women, I can't find jeans, like bell bottom jeans. I can't because you're going to be flooded. Yeah. You know, I'm 5'9". I'm not extremely tall, but I'm tall for a girl. Yeah. So um, uh, somebody had tagged me in it, a poor minds listener. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. But she was just like, this is the bullshit I be talking about. Like, I just hate when that business owners aren't aware of, you know, their audience and what's really going on out here. So I wanted to talk to y'all because I ain't got no business because, you know, I ain't shit. But, you know, you've had a store before. You're relaunching your store and you have a business as mm-hmm. well. So 
I feel like in 2020, people are being more conscious and trying to support black businesses. Right. But a lot, I don't want to say black people, just black people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of times we do be kind of unprofessional. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to get y'all's views on, like, supporting black businesses. And it is a little tougher to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, how can we as black people become better at being business owners? Um, I feel like, number one, just stop People got to stop trying to start businesses because they feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Right. Everybody is not meant to be a business owner. Right. That's number one. Right. So, first of all, people who do not have a business mindset and are not responsible right. and can't run a business, stop trying to be a business owner right. just because you see everybody on Instagram and on social media doing that shit. Right. Because it's a lot more that goes into it other than what you see on social media. It's Behind the scenes, that shit is hard. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to take a break from... And and I, it's, I do feel feel like I'm meant to be a business owner, but sometimes you have to be honest with yourself, right. and I had to step back, and that's why I stopped running my store for a while, because I had so many other things going on. It just wasn't my first priority, because it wasn't bringing in enough income that I needed at the time. Right. So I had to take a step back, because I felt like I wasn't being a good business owner, you know what I mean? Because I had a lot of shit going on, and sometimes it would be like I would get orders, and then it would be like two days, and I still hadn't shipped it out. Right. And it's like you can't run a business like that. It's At never going to become successful like that. Right. So sometimes you also got to recognize, too, when you got a lot of shit going on in your life, maybe you're not in a mental capacity to be running a business. I just right. think people want to do shit so much now because of the Internet. Because it's popping. Mm-hmm. And because it cool. sounds good yeah, to have it in your yeah, bio. In your bio. Yeah, in your bio. I hate that I, shit, bro. CEO. I, I see that, that shit like, all day on Instagram. CEO of so-and-so business. Right. And then I go and click on the Instagram page and go to the fucking website and shit. And it's like bullshit. Right, and the web, right. Or the website. Or the website down. Right. It's just like, but people crazy. like to have that shit in their bio. People yeah. feel like it makes them sound important yeah. these days. You got bitches who can't even dress on in boutiques. That would be me. But I'm just being honest. You have people who, I feel like anything that you do, you need to be passionate about. Right, of course. And that's that's the only reason why I said that. You got girls who really literally have no swag. (laughs) <laughs> and can't dress, but they have boutiques because right. they felt like, oh, this is something that I just need to start. They nigga gave them some money mm-hmm. to start something, and they was like, okay, right. let me just start this. But this not even something you passionate about. The clothes on your website is weak. Mm-hmm. Right. Who the fuck gonna wear that shit? I'm dead. Right. Do something that you're really passionate about if right. you are gonna start a business. And turn a profit from it. Because that's the only way you gonna get a profit from yeah. it. Because if it's some shit you just doing just to say you got some shit, you it's not gonna never get nowhere because you're not putting enough into it. You're gonna half-ass it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. What kind of business... What? Uh, business do you do? So I, I got my hand in a couple things for real. So I own my own accounting business, carpet mm-hmm. tax accounting. Okay. I'm going to be based in Buckhead. Oh, okay. I do tax preparation for businesses and individuals, mm-hmm. as well as bookkeeping, business development, the whole nine. I also invest in real estate. So I buy I buy real estate in my neighborhood where I grew up in West Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I turn them in a Section 8 housing. Oh, so that's... I got my hand in a couple Oh, that's dope. Yeah, look, it's a BDB, y'all. <laughs> y'all know what we be talking about that? a big dick baller. a big dick baller. It's a BDB, y'all. BDB alert. BDB alert. So now if y'all see him out, y'all know. Y'all crazy. With a bag ass. We putting y'all, we putting y'all on the niggas this year, okay? Oh, man. Are you single? Single. Okay, y'all. I'm, he's single. I'm single don't, say don't fuck this shit up. Don't say we never gave y'all. Not you. I'm talking to them. Don't y'all fuck crazy. this up. We putting y'all on one. Y'all crazy. Okay, so let me get back to the <laughs> So do you feel like as a black man, like it's harder for you to get business or for people to take you serious? Hell yeah, man. You gotta go twice as hard, bro. And you young I'm, too. And I'm young, so a lot of people think I'm one incompetent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very competent with what I know. Mm-hmm. Um 
then it's just a, a, a reliability issue. You feel me? Like one, one thing I've learned was to do what you say you're going to do and always deliver on your promises mm-hmm. and be, a, be punctual and be efficient. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the game at a whole, the game has just been so fucked up just for the culture. You know, a lot of people got this stigma that black business is unprofessional mm-hmm. or black business is unreliable or they they going to short you when that's not the case for everybody. Right. Me personally, I started my business when I graduated. Like, literally, the, I graduated in May. I had my pay, legal paperwork by August. So I started my business as soon as I walked into corporate America, right? Mm-hmm. So I took work into corporate America, the resources that they gave me, the professionalism that they taught me down to the communication and built it into my own thing. But I mean, it's still hard, you know. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta fight through that stigma. But I think I do well for myself, you know. I just people buy into you as the person, right? At the end of the day, so if you put, if you are a solid person, a general, a, a genuine person, people gonna buy into that and what you got going on. Mm-hmm. So like so, I said, it's, but you do feel like it's hard being like a black man. Like you it, gotta it compete. It's, you it's got tough. To. You got you gotta compete with so many people that cause you got cause think about like this one thing about me. I got I got all mine out the mud. Mm-hmm. So I'm dealing with people who had parents in positions to really give them here's fifty thousand dollars to start your business. Right. Yeah. And they don't know what the fuck they doing with it. It's got fifty racks in their pocket. Right. You feel me? Versus a nigga like me, I had to hustle up fifty thousand dollars and put mine in play. But the, the benefit is I know what to do with it. But it is harder because I'm I don't got that head start like mm-hmm. everybody else. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the rich parents or my dad's the CEO, so he just handing me it in. down. He walked me into mm-hmm. a conversation with his golf buddy, and now I got a, a manufacturer for my business for free. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's, it, it definitely is a lot that go into you know being a black man, going into business for yourself. But you know, I like the pressure. You feel me? It gives me something to live up right, to and really right. set the standard for everything. So I know, like, a lot of, like, black business owners, like, they feel like they have to turn it on and turn it off. Like, yeah. you know how we sit here talking and we just talking, shit. like, with yeah. our regular yeah. voices? Like, do you feel like you have to be, like, talk a certain way? And, like, why can't it feel like we can just be ourselves yeah. in professional settings? That's, you want to say no, you can go. That's a good question. When I first went into business for myself, I thought I had to have this image of what people thought I should be. Right. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I wasn't happy. And then after a while, I realized I don't give a fuck. Like, right. I, people want people going to buy into me regardless, right? So I agree. for a while, I went in. When I first went into business, I was suit and tie everywhere, talking proper. Like, and that's not me. That's something that I learned to become once I moved from Baltimore, mm-hmm. which was cool. But I felt more comfortable being myself. And what I found was the people responded to me more Better when I was yourself. myself. Like, if I can just shoot the shit with you and just connect with you on something totally different, mm-hmm. you know? And, and you're like, damn, I, I, I fuck with him. He, what do y'all going on? I'm going to support him. Mm-hmm. Versus I came into you is that if I came in here right now as a suit and tie guy talking all proper, the vibe would be so different. Right, The vibe exactly. would probably be against what y'all got going on. And right I, now. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, too, that shit don't matter. It's about, yeah. like, at the end of the day, you could go into meetings or whatever, being proper with right. your student tie and all of that right. shit. But it's not about that. It's about... Quality of work. Your capabilities. Yeah, right. exactly. As a person. Exactly you know what I mean? Yeah. And some people just ain't capable. Right. You know what I mean? And they could put on the face and right. they could put on the outfit and shit, right. but bitch, you still ain't capable. Exactly. It's about what's in you, not on you. Exactly. you know? and, that's what, and that's what I pride myself on when I meet with people, when I meet people the first time. I'm all about quality of work and mm-hmm. the results. You feel me? Like, right. It, like I said, like you said, people can dress up in a suit Hell tie, yeah. have this image it's an image that's and all that's it is big thing in atlanta a lot yes. of business owners and an image business owner and image that's a big thing in 
Atlanta mm-hmm. and it oftentimes fuck people up yep. because they so focused on the image. But and then people me, really ain't got shit going on a lot of the time. Or not even knowledgeable in their subject area of expertise, mm-hmm. right? But with me, I pride myself of being knowledgeable. I pride myself of being personable. And people going to rock with me accordingly. Right. Know? And I think that's a lot of things. I feel like as black people, I want us to know that and understand that. Because I feel like we try so hard to, like, fit in with Susie and Eric exactly. and this and that. It's like, we don't have to fit in. Like, yeah. we can be ourselves in a professional settings and it's exactly. still professional. Exactly. Absolutely. You know I mean? Like, I exactly. hate to feel like... You remember, like, when we was younger and your mom would get on the phone? You'd be like, Mama, why are you talking like that? You putting your white person voice on. Your white voice on. Like, I do not do... I used to do that. I definitely did because I've worked in corporate before. Right. I don't do that shit no more. Right. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes you kind of just fall back into it. Like, you, you, sometimes when you on the phone... Yeah, like, when you on the phone and you talking on, like, maybe you calling your credit card company or some shit like that. I think sometimes you just naturally fall into that voice. because it's a habit that we were taught, that we were raised on. But, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, last night, um, I, like I said, I just moved to my new place, and I had right. to call my internet people to set my shit up. But I'm just talking to them, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, like, you gonna do the shit or you right. either? You gonna still do it either if, way. You talking nice or talking proper it's ain't gonna affect my credit anything. score. It's not gonna do nothing because that's what matters when you try and get your internet issues. I'm dead. And I think for me, it's, I think it's the time and place for everything. Like me. Uh, for the most part, 95% of the times I'm talking like I'm talking with my mm-hmm. own voice. Right. But when I'm on the phone with a client, I, I won't say I'm necessarily talking white, but I'm more well-spoken. Right. I'm not saying my words. I'm yeah, not of using course. slang. I'm not I using, do that as well. Know? But, yeah. you know, I'm not, I agree with y'all. Like, it's, I think it's to the extreme when people try to overcompensate. Hello, Billy. Yeah, like, that's wack, bro. Be yourself. Okay, first of all, bitch, who the fuck is talking like that? They do. They do. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Who the fuck talking like that? She be so damn dramatic. They do. Drea. They do. I know black people. I know a couple people like that. But I know a couple people, and I, and I can tell, like, bro, like, I was at I was at this, so, like, I, I like to do a lot of weird shit, like, outside of just being a nigga all the time. Well, y'all like, would be good friends. So, look, I, like, I went to a, <laughs> look, I went to a conference, and I met a guy. I met a guy. He was, um, it was a counter conference. I met a guy. He was just like me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But he, he was like, he was just talking so, and I don't want, I hate to say they sound white, but it's yeah. stereotypical. But, but for white me, voice, finish, but yeah. let me, but let me like, say no. this because people confuse with talking white it's and enunciating being right. pro- it's right. two different, two different things. things. Like, if I'm yeah. speaking clear so you can understand me, but still talking in my voice, right. I'm still talking in my voice, right. but I'm talking clear so you can understand every right. word that I'm saying. Right. But it's different from being like, oh my god, right. yeah, like what? Right. This is so nice right. in here, Dre. Right? Yeah, for bringing me here. Yeah. It is. It's a difference, and that's what messed me up because I met Joe. He was like, he was from like North Philly or something like that, and I got homeboys out of North Philly. You know, niggas in Philly. Don't talk, talk like, like that. that. Yeah. But, I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, bro, and the crazy thing is, with as somebody that does business, it turn, it actually turned me off from mm-hmm. him because, like, bro, you're not being yourself. Right. Like, it's different when you talking or dressing a certain way with money on the table. Right. Mm-hmm. But if I just met you and you acting like that, bro, I can't trust you because yeah. you're trying to put a facade in me. I don't know how what you working with. Right. Right. And so. I feel like sometimes a lot of people, a lot of especially black business owners, like, I love the fact that we try to, you know, go out and get other races to buy our right. products, of course. But I feel like we also underestimate the power of the black dollar. Yeah, it's a lot of like market power. yourself towards black people. Do we, we under do we underestimate the power of the black dollar or do Sometimes black people just don't support other black like people you. and would rather <laughs> spend their money with no, white no. people That's or established point. businesses. No, no, I agree. Honestly. With you. No, I agree. And I also am guilty of that. I'm gonna be honest. Like it's like 
Yeah. It be shit that be on Fashion Nova. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's another girl on Instagram who's selling the same shit, but maybe she charging $10 more. And I'm like, oh, well, she charging $10 more. Let me just mm-hmm. go buy it from Fashion Nova. When in reality, I could just buy it from her and right. support her business. Ten dollars. What is ten? What is ten right. extra dollars? I mean, honestly. it may not be a lot to you, but to some people, that ten dollars be right. like, I don't want to. They want to. They go in being like, I want to spend fifty dollars. They're not trying to spend sixty dollars. I mean, and I do understand it, but sometimes I also just feel like it's just that sometimes black people look at other black people and don't want to support them. That's they want true. to support the the business that's already flourishing, that's and that's why a lot of black businesses sometimes because let's not because earlier we were talking about you know people just not being capable of running a business, mm-hmm. but what about people that are capable of running the business and people just don't support them so right. their businesses never get to flourish. Right. right. Um, I agree to a certain extent because like I said, I do feel like like the the girl you did a photo shoot for, you know, um Yeah. I follow her on Twitter. I, do I always too. see her talking about business a lot. Like she's she very does. business oriented. But I feel like she focuses on her black market and she's very successful. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you can focus on the black market and get that black dollar and you can be successful. Now, of course, you are going to have the people who are hating, who don't want to support. But I'm telling you. But how do we know that it's how do we know truly that it's really successful? I mean, she, she, but the thing I like about she her... She posts, like, numbers and statistics. She posts numbers and she talks about numbers. Because I think that's the reason why a lot of black people aren't successful because we always try to hide how much money we make. Mm-hmm. And we don't like to tell right. people, oh, hey, I'm at this job making this much. You need right. to ask for this much. Right. We Like, me and you could be working side to side Thank for a long know. time and I'm making 70K and you could be making 50K. When we could just have a conversation, I'm like, you need to ask for $20,000 more. Right. You know, white right. people be having these conversations. They do. They do. We they as do. black people, we like to hide how much money that we're making. Because so, people be embarrassed. Because people be yeah. embarrassed. And that's why we never thing. grow. That's why we yeah. never grow. We supposed to share this shit with each yeah. other and let yeah. people know, hey, you need to ask for more money. Mm. Right. Or this is what you should be making. Like, she always talks about, what's her name? Can we shout her out real quick? Yeah, I'm um, her. Her, I mean, her Twitter name is Streetsy. Okay. S-T-R-E-E-T-S-Y. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I follow her. She has, like, jewelry and stuff. Yeah, she sells jewelry and stuff. I forgot the name of the website. I'm sorry, because I will shout out the website. We'll put it in the bio. Yeah, but she sells, like, personalized jewelry and stuff like that. It's really cute. Yeah, I feel like she markets towards black people, but she always makes sure she tries to teach people about the industry and being a business owner. Yeah. And I think that's important as black people. Like, we need to start talking numbers with each other. Yeah, and talking realities. Because a lot of yeah. people, like, paint a facade like everything was easy to get mm-hmm. to their point when it really not. It's not. Because when you own some shit, it's a lot of sacrifice. That right. Go into it and a lot of losses that you take along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so why do you feel like you've never, like, started a business? Because that ain't me. It's just not for it's you. It's not for But me. I respect that. I wish more people would be like that. Right. You I know what like I mean? Whenever... Versus just trying to start some shit because everybody else doing it right. and then you just not good at it. Right. Now, the thing is with me, it's like, I don't want to sell items. Like, I don't want to sell a product. Like, eventually, right. I would love to have like, like once I get established in media, I do want a, my own production company. Right. Because I would love to produce things for different people. Like, I'd be having so many ideas of things that I want to do. So, more so providing a service, providing not product. Service. Yeah, not a product. Like, because I, I can't, I'm not about to sit here and package this up and package that up and market this. I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I know what I'm good at. I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. But opening like a store or something like that, like, I'm sure, I feel like for me, I, I could be a brand ambassador. Because you wanted to start a candle business. Yes, I did. For a while, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was looking, because I love candles, mm-hmm. and I love, like, 
I know when people would always walk in my apartment, they'd be like, oh, this smells so good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I need to sell candles. I was always like that with my nails, my lashes. We had Savvy Lash for a yeah, while. Yeah, we had a lash business for a while. But I'm just like, you know what? This is not for me. I feel like my lane, as far as products go, would be like a brand ambassador. Uh-huh. You know, like I'll cut a deal. Providing with like, the service. Yeah, I'll cut a deal with somebody because I'm going to wear the fuck out your lashes and people going to buy that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like with my hair company, like with Celebrity Fashion Hair, like I'll wear her hair all day and I'll promote it all day because I'm good at that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not. Some girls will get products and companies will have to hit them up three, four times. Can you post the product? Can you? I'm not like that. If you send me a product, I'm going to use it. I'm going to post it. And I'm going to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as your brand ambassador. I am. Because you know I'm like that. Except for that one time. One time. <laughs> that one time. You know about with Fashion Nova? <laughs> oh, because that was wild. Fashion Nova. I didn't want to say the business or nothing. Fashion Nova, y'all be bullshitting with the bullshit. Y'all be asking for two fucking months. I ain't gonna lie. I fumbled my little situation with Fashion Nova too because it was just like, what the fuck? Did they be harassing you? Harassing you for pictures? No, for real. They be harassing you. Hell yeah. I said, baby, fuck them clothes. I would get like three fucking emails a week, four fucking emails a week talking about, excuse me, hi, Drea. No, babe. Girl, leave me the hell alone. Posting that goddamn leotard. Girl, get the fuck. And girls, can we talk about that real quick? Girls be pressed to be a Nova girls babe. Girls be pressed to be a Nova babe, but half them don't even get paid. No. Can we please talk about that? Like, they're First just getting... All, half the girls on Instagram serious. that are fashion Nova, doing fashion Nova hashtag ads. I'll tell you. They I don't ask, get paid. They no. just be getting free clothes. Let me oh, tell wow. you, I know for a fact they don't get paid because when I was talking to the lady that was coordinating with me, she was she basically let me know that the people that have a million followers and up, those are the people that are getting paid. Well, I don't agree with that because I was getting paid from Fashion Nova. And I've gotten paid from other, like, okay, for but example, Flat about, Tony like, T2. No, but I'm talking Some about... Some girls do get paid. Well, no, I'm not talking about getting paid, like, a little money. I'm talking about they're getting, like, deals. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Monthly, like, monthly. I'm talking about the real money. Like, yeah. there's people that are literally living off of Fashion Nova ads. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, getting paid for a post, that's cool, but the girls, that if you're under a million followers and you're posting for Fashion Nova, you're not getting no check You're not like getting that. no real check. You're not getting yeah. no real check like that. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? That's, that's what I meant. And they just be crazy to me how pressed people be just to post for free shit. But I will say it's this. I don't feel, but I don't even feel like it's about the free shit. I just think it's about looking important. Right. Like right. looking like right. I have I deals have or I have something going, something going on. A lot, people, a lot of people want to look big instead of actually being big. And, and that's why now, right, no, that's that's why now, even with me having the amount of followers that I have on Instagram, I don't really do promotion and stuff no more because I, it's like if you're not trying to pay me some real lucrative money, right. I don't I'm give a fuck it. about getting no free clothes or getting some flat tummy tea that I probably ain't gonna never drink. Right. Let's oh be real. Because I did that shit before yeah. and I did get paid for it in the past, but I ain't drink that shit. Right. I'm just promoting it. I feel like it. the thing about brand ambassadors and influencers, we kind of got to a different topic, but I'm yeah. gonna say this. But I will say, your word is so important. So if I promote everything that people email me, my work... They I'm going to have people like, just buying they, shit. Well, not, they're not going to trust you. They're going to be like, well, Drea promotes everything that people send her. If I'm promoting something on my page, it's a product that I actually use and I actually fuck with. Right. I feel like people will be like, Same. oh, somebody sent me this and I'm getting paid $200, so let me just post it. And what is no. $200? I mean, and I'm not trying to be funny because, I mean, I guess if you kind of down and out and you need $200, $200 is a big right, deal. Right. But for me personally, I just be feeling like I don't give a fuck. Like, $200 is not life changing to me to right. promote some shit that I really and I feel like don't now, stand for. But we have a brand now and we have a platform now so we have to be careful what we promote and what mm-hmm. we say and what we do. So I feel like it, that's 
You know, it carries a little weight, so people care what we say. It does. Do y'all feel like it's a fine line between influencer and brand ambassador? Um, of course. I feel like... Yeah. I feel like... I do. Like... I think it's different. I think being an influencer, people really fuck with your word and they right. fuck yes, with you. Really like, right. those are the people you. who can, like, post some shit and then an hour later, like, nobody was buying that shit and right. then an hour later, the it's shit is sold, sold out. Right, 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 being right, a brand right. ambassador, anybody can be a brand ambassador. Right. Anybody right. with followers can be a brand ambassador because you're just promoting the brand. Right. But that doesn't mean that people gonna actually really buy that shit because of you. Right. You know? And it inf- influences... Being an influencer is way bigger to me. Like, yeah. it of takes course. so much more to be an influencer. I really yeah. respect people who can influence a group of people to do some, to shit. Do some shit. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a lot of power. Very much it so. Is. It is. Okay, so let us know how y'all feel about black-owned businesses and are y'all planning to support them more in 2020? Okay, so this is a this is a topic I've been meant to get to. So we're gonna get involved. <laughs> is this the bed? No, it's not oh, the bed. I was we're excited. My horny ass. I'm dead. So we're gonna talk about black men dating outside their race. I feel like we've talked about this before, but we never had a man's Oh yeah. We never had a man's point of view. So for the relationship topic today, we're gonna talk about the appeal of quote unquote foreign women. The exotics. The exotics. As y'all like the call. Why are men so obsessed with having Exotic women or foreign women or, you know, the Latina girls or, you know, the, the Middle Eastern women. The like, Blasians. What is it? The Blasians. What is it? I'm going to be honest with y'all. They arm candy. Okay. Why so. black women? Why they, regular black women can't be arm candy? And they are. But, you know, a lot of the times, you know... If you look got, at Lick's face. <laughs> look how she looking at you. Make sure I she giving you the evil eye. So a lot of the times with guys, um, you know, a lot of the times guys go for like quote unquote foreign women because it's arm candy. They got something that don't look like everybody else. Mm. You know, like you got a chick that's Eritrean or mm. she from Panamania. Mm-hmm. She got head down to her ass. It's going to be like. I mean, I got a 40-inch wig too. What's ain't good? Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but no, so it's just it's just one of those things where it's just, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the guys just like foreign women. Me personally, I like black women. Okay. I mean, even down to everything I do, I employ, I got a whole staff of black women. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's just my preference. Right. But I got... He trying to get... BDB trying to get cool points. No, no, no. That's but like I'm staff. Like, <laughs> I got a staff too. But no, I, I, got, I got homeboys as athletes. Okay. I got homeboys as athletes and homeboys as entertainers. Oh, really? I'm just, yeah, well, I'm just speaking off of, yeah. I'm just speaking off of what <laughs> I see. So like a right. lot of the times it's just arm candy for them. Um, It's just like... Oh, you walk in with this chick, it's like, damn, who is that? Right. You but know, I don't feel like it's just arm candy. Like, if you look a lot of, at a lot of mm-hmm. these athletes, like, mm-hmm. I won't oh. say all of them. <laughs> but I, I know what so, you're about to say, and I already agree. No, 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 no. Wait, let me finish, because I don't think I am about to say what you think mm-hmm. I'm about to say. But I feel like a lot of athletes um, are married to black women. Yeah. But there's a lot of athletes that are married to white women, Spanish women. Like, right. you know, yeah. a lot yeah, that yeah, yeah. are. What? Because we talked about this before. I can't remember. I'm a little tipsy now. Okay, so that's what I thought you was about to say. Because we had a conversation about this a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of athletes, and not to be, like, shallow. 
But not even just athletes. Like but I'm about to be like, shallow. You know, people always say not to be before they about to do some shit. So not to be shallow, but being a little shallow, I feel like um, a lot of athletes be married to like, because you're saying about arm candy, and, and, right? And so that's the topic that we're when, talking about. When I say arm candy, I'm not saying black women can't be arm candy. No, I, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I know that. I'm just yeah, saying we're yeah, on a topic yeah, yeah. of, because you said a lot of the time dudes be wanting those type of women because yeah, they yeah. feel like they're arm candy. Right, 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 right. But a lot of athletes, and I'm talking about high paid athletes, mm-hmm. like top in the fucking game, they wives be trash as fuck, bro. And they be of of other races. But they be trash. And I think sometimes we all be looking like, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck this bitch get that nigga? And and then it's like, okay, yeah, you white, but bitch, you damn sure ain't more arm candy than me. Right. Right. I'm just keeping it 100. So so to go on that point, right? So like I said, when I said arm candy earlier, Mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily mean that black women are arm candy because I know some fine-ass black women. Right, right. I mean, you sit with two of them right now. You feel me? Right. Right now. (laughs) But no, it's a lot of, it's a lot for a lot of guys, I think, is like that social thing that they look for, mm-hmm. right? I got a white woman. I'm in those. I'm in those rooms. Cause them houses be built like a fucking can of biscuits. Terrible. Like oh, you know, they do. They but, okay, do. So outside of the looks, do you think it's because white women and other women of other races are more submissive? I think so. Yeah, cause I, me personally, cause I maybe I, more I, happy, I, cause I, I ain't been through as much as we have. I mean, sometimes yeah. I can speak. I can speak from personal experience, cause I dated black chicks and I dated chicks that were like mixed or whatever. A lot; those chicks are definitely more submissive. Mm-hmm. They're definitely more of like happy-go-lucky. Mm-hmm. We can go with the flow. You can do whatever, and, and I'm not gonna say shit because you are quote unquote who you are, and you got going on what you got going on. Mm-hmm. But a black woman, she ain't going for nothing. Hell no! Nah. Like I <laughs> like my 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 last relationship was a black woman. Like she wasn't with none of no dumb shit. Mm, like, yeah, any ounce of disrespect, any ounce of. She feeling less than. Well, you could disrespect me a little bit. I mean, you can. We talking. Um, not (laughs) any other disrespect. I'm not tolerating any other disrespect. Girl, you lying. You be lying. But no, like yeah, she spoke up on it though. Like so, it's like. You know, you might speak up on it, but this is the thing: tolerating something does not, to me, doesn't necessarily mean okay. Like if it happens, I'm speaking out on it. Right. You got me fucked up, whatever. Right. But if I still continue to fuck with you, I'm tolerating it. Right, that's, that's tolerating some shit. If you don't really cut a nigga off after he do something that's disrespectful to you, you're tolerating. You might have like, spoke up on it and had your little attitude, but like if you still fucking that nigga it, yeah. and fucking with that right. nigga, you're tolerating. Right. But I feel right. like a lot of men want women to be submissive, but they right. don't even know what it takes to be a leader like if you're if you have a woman that's submissive that doesn't mean you're taking advantage of her right. and treating her however you want to treat her you know what I'm saying like but, but not, not to cut you off a lot but why is it that a lot of women when they hear oh being submissive meaning the guy's controlling why is that a, the immediate reaction because I don't like, think that no I don't think that because I honestly people never believe me when I say this but when I'm in a relationship I'm actually very submissive mm-hmm. and we've talked about this on the past show like I, but I love to be submissive. I'm not submissive to every man because every right. man can't handle that. But mm-hmm. I think women take it back to controlling because men who don't know how to be a leader, they take, oh, my woman is submissive, so I have to control her. I feel like women think that because that's how men do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's what right. they give off. So women automatically think that when that's not what it is at mm-hmm. all. I agree. But so do you feel like, do you feel like black women can be submissive? I feel like they can. And this, I, I feel like they, I feel like, no. It's a butt it's a coming. But, but it's only because it depends on the guy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like black women need something to be submissive to. 
Right. Like of a course. lot of guys, like black guys, um, they gotta give black women something to be submissive to. Like right. you gotta feel fulfill everything that they need and looking for before they can be like, I'm all about this nigga. You right. know what I'm saying? So I think it's possible, but I think it's a little bit more harder to get on that side with black women. Versus than, other races yeah. of women. And it's nothing against black women. It's just like y'all know what y'all y'all stand for something. Y'all know what y'all want and mm-hmm. won't accept. You know what I'm saying? So So have you dated outside your race before? I have. And <laughs> Did like what's the difference? Like what's the biggest difference? Like what did you enjoy about dating outside of your race versus black women? Like what was it about her that you liked over black women? You can be honest. We ain't gonna cut your head off. Um, just the thought to say like that she formed. That was mm-hmm. it. She formed. But when it come down to like going through some shit and holding a nigga down, can no black woman hold a black man down? How black you know? Right. Oh, you right. saying can't a bl- nobody can hold a black man down like a black, black woman? woman. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like the only the only claim to fame was like I walked in with a chick that was half Japanese and black. It's like damn, yeah, you see, she cold. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if I'm going through some shit, if I can relate to some shit, like we probably come from similar environments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The chick that's Spanish. Well, not licks, but that's another topic. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, the, like the chick that's Spanish or like Panamanian or Puerto Rican probably ain't come from. So Where I came from, in the West yeah. She can't relate to some of the shit I went through. Mm-hmm. Right. So the only, like I said, the only claim to fame would probably be like, "Oh, she foreign." Ooh. Right. But, well, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm just now realizing this about myself. Like nothing against American guys, but I think that's why I love Nigerian men so much because they love black women. And 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 I feel like I mean, but I feel like sometimes that's a thing too. Yeah. It's like black women. Some black women get so tired of like the disrespect right. and not yeah. being treated right, right by like American right. black, black guys. guys yeah. So then a lot of the time, black women start dating like Nigerians. Or they start dating white guys, this. or they start dating you know. Yeah, so well, people I, don't, of other I, don't, I don't stand so. for white men because white well, men I'm be not, just as disrespectful. I'm not saying no, I'm not saying that you I do, but I feel not. like it's kind of it's kind of a similar narrative well, to I'll me. I'll say this: yeah. I hate when I see black women trying to be like, "Oh, I'm going to get me a white man, baby." They gonna disrespect you way worse if you gonna yeah. date. Outside your race or whatever, don't run the white men because they ain't much better. I'm oh, honest. and I can attest to that because I dated a white guy before in child. Don't we don't, don't even yeah. talk about that today? So, can I ask y'all something? Yeah, of course. What is black women's thing with Nigerian men? Ooh, well, first of all, I'll let me go it. first. Let, let me go first because I <laughs> let me go first because I am a black woman who I don't like Nigerian men. Okay, why not? So I'm on a whole opposite spectrum from everybody else because I don't fuck with Nigerian guys. They okay. annoy me. Okay, I don't like their accents. They be, I can't barely understand what they be saying a lot of the time. It's a, For me, it's a language barrier thing because I be... Okay, well, so for example, Lex dates a guy right now okay. and he's Nigerian, but he doesn't have an accent because he's Americanized. Yes, so I can deal with... sometimes with his accent. I mean, and he does, but not to you because... Yes, he does. He when does? He, get mad, he gets sassy. Okay, well, but at least he doesn't have it all the time. I can deal with an Americanized Nigerian, but I can't deal with, like, a Nigerian guy from Nigeria because I really don't be understanding they accents. And they be clingy as fuck and annoying, and they be whining all the damn time. Well, that's not... And begging. No. Like Keith Sweat. Not with Nigeria. I feel like that's with any person. I don't feel like... Girl, no. That's fucking... No. No. Absolutely the fuck not. American niggas, regular niggas. I'm talking about Atlanta niggas, Houston niggas, New York niggas. I done dealt with all type of niggas. Them niggas do not be fucking whining. Yes, they do. No, the fuck they don't. Maybe your niggas be whining, bitch. I be dealing with real niggas. My niggas don't be whining. (laughs) 
<laughs> they do not be fucking whining to but, me, begging to talk to me, and no, it's I'm just like. Have, well, for me, I will say this: please, I'm be on the good end of it. Like I said, I felt like they just treated me different, okay. and like, the accent make it worse. I'll say this: I have never, for me, I got treated with respect. I felt like I was the beautiful, most beautiful girl in the world. They take, like, he takes me wherever I want to go. He treats me like a fucking princess. You know what I mean? And I feel like, don't get me wrong, I have had American black men treat me like that before. Don't right. get it twisted. Right. But it's just a different level of respect. Like, he literally treats me like I'm his fucking queen. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, And I, yeah, like yeah. I said, I've dated so. American men that have treated me like, you know, like, this is my bitch and she cool. You know, I like being called a little bitch because I'm his bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's just different. Like, when I went to the Legos with my little boo, like, it was just a life, like, experience of a lifetime. Right. I travel a lot. Mm-hmm. I never talk about a trip. Like, after, I hate when people be like, oh, take me back. Like, I hate when people do that. Because just, right, just go somewhere just else. Go somewhere or go else. again. That's right, what I said. Right, but right. I still, I went to Legos in December, and I'm still talking about that trip. Because yeah. he just showed me, like, I ain't never been on a trip like that with somebody like who just made sure like he rolled out the red fucking carpet for me. And I feel like that's the way he was raised. Like his mother taught him this is like Nigerian parents raise their kids different. They really do. I'm not saying that it's a good thing because I know a lot of people that have, you know, African parents. They say it's hard. No, but I just feel like they I don't know. He just treats me. But let me say this. I do feel like Nigerian men are very attentive and they love to pamper their women. I'm not going to never take that away from them because I done dated a few Nigerians, especially, you know, me being from Houston. It's a lot of Nigerians in Houston. So um, I've dated Nigerian men and I definitely feel like every guy I've ever dated, they have always been pampering and all that type of shit. They just not for me, though. They too needy. I am not really... She wants to be thrown up against the wall. No. Shut up, No. No, I don't want that either because I've never been in an abusive relationship before. Thank God. Knock on wood. Like, I've never had an abusive relationship. So I don't like that either. But I just don't want no nigga that's all up on me. Like, I'm not not a very emotional person. And I really got to fuck with you to be emotional. Mm -hmm. So the clinginess, the texting me all the time. Like, like I was dating this guy. I wouldn't even say dating him. We were just talking. Like, he started following me on Instagram. I followed him back. Oh, no, this was an annoying. Yeah, this was annoying. I mean, but yeah, but I mean, but for me, that's how all of my transactions Wait, sorry, and relationships with them have went. Yeah, so, me. yeah. So anyways, um, I was talking to this guy. He started following me on Instagram. Followed him back because I scrolled his page. You know, I seen he had a little money, whatever. He was a B. Well, we won't say We'll We don't know if he a BDB because I never got the D. He just had the last B. He was a baller. Yeah, he was a baller. So... <laughs> so we started following each other. We cha- we exchanged numbers. You know, we was texting. We was FaceTiming. On FaceTime, he would just, well, we would be texting. He would always want to FaceTime me. And I would be like, no, I don't want to FaceTime. And he would still call. Mm-hmm. Then he would call like five times, Mm-mm. six times. See, and it's my, just my like, like, what that. the fuck? I don't want to talk to you right now. Then, he, then when I would finally answer the FaceTime, it would be like, he on the FaceTime begging to see my titties and shit. Well, have you seen? Your titties are nice. In his defense, bitch. <laughs> You post the Instagram pictures and your little nipples be showing. Your nipples always hard. They bitch. are they hard right now? Exactly. <laughs> so imagine looking at Drea. You're an idiot. Let me say this. You're an idiot if you DM Drea and you get her number and you don't ask to see her titties. <laughs> I know, but it was just like your right. But it was just like what the fuck. So I'm not gonna lie to y'all. So me and him was texting, and I asked him for five hundred dollars. Like I was like, oh, I need five hundred dollars to do this. So he PayPal it to me, and I never talked to him again. 
He lives scammer. way in Nigeria. The scammer jumped out. <laughs> Dead scammer. The scammer. Well, that fucking face, bitch, Joanne. I'll say this. But he was annoying. I get it. No, in that situation, he was annoying. But in my personal experiences, I've never, I feel like all men are annoying. And I feel like I just, I guess I've just lucked out with my Nigerian. Pick your poison. Yeah. But even like with Football Bay, like Football Bay treats me so fucking nice and he's American as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like he's nice and he does, you know, what I need him to do. So. But I, I feel, feel like, like I could deal with that. That's the point that I'm making. Because he doesn't have an accent. That, yeah. Honestly. But you told me before that you wanted to have a baby with a Middle Eastern nigga. So their accent is okay? I like their accent and I like that A-Rap money. Girl, get the fuck. Getting A-Rap money. <laughs> now you get just like these niggas that like something foreign. You just like it because it's not black. Oh yeah, and they make beautiful babies. Honestly. <laughs> black people don't? Absolutely. I w- first, of all, bitch, right first of all, bitch. First of all, bitch. You but, see how that self-hate. No. You hate yourself. Open right your first mind. First of all, bitch, don't I'm even do that. Bitch, don't even. Open e- your mind. Bitch, don't even fucking do that. The niggas I date, I want to have a fucking black baby. Well, we know that. Yeah, I want to have a black baby. I love black people. I think we're beautiful. However, see? if it don't pan out with a nigga... I'm going about, I'm about to get that A-Rab money and have a little foreign <laughs> little yeah. Middle Eastern and black so baby. you see yourself And then like, niggas like this going to want to date her. Because <laughs> she's exotic. <laughs> so do you feel like that when you get married, you're going to yeah. marry a black woman? Or are you just, you're like, are you a person that's like, love is love, love is no color? Like, how um, are you with that? I think I'm, I'm going to marry a black woman. Yeah? Yeah, I talk my shit or whatever. I date who I date in between, but I, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to marry a black woman. Same. Yeah, that's I know I'm going to marry like, a black man. I know man. I'm going to with a black yeah. man at the end of the day. Like, I don't know. I just, not not that I don't, I feel like, not that I feel like these men are sellouts, but I'm just like, having a conversation with some of these women, like women that are like mixed or women that are foreign, like I'll be around them. It's Atlanta, you know, and I'll be yeah, talking to them. I'm like, girl, you don't have nothing to offer. You can't even yeah. hold a conversation. They just be cute. You don't have that's... nothing to relate with these men yeah. on. So I'll be like, damn, this shit is crazy. Like m- some niggas just really don't want a person with substance. And I'm not saying they're all like that and they don't have substance, but I just be like, how can you and this black man relate? Yeah. But a lot of niggas don't. They though. can't. A lot of niggas just want their woman just to look good and not say nothing. Right. But mm-hmm. for some niggas, it's like, Gotta be a little more than that. Yeah. Okay, so let us know how y'all feel about dating. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so now it's time for the bed. The bed. The bed. The bed. The bed. Okay, so, you know, I didn't always have TDs. Congratulations on the purchase. Right. (laughs) So now I got some. But this still ain't my thing. So, like, how do you feel? How do y'all feel about titty fucking? Because you've always had big ass titties. I've always had big titties. Yeah. All, I, so, do you titty fuck? I absolutely. The first time I titty fucked, I was like 16. <laughs> but you so, know, you I was dating white boys then. So, that's so is like that like a white people thing? I think it is. I mean, I've been titty fucked by a black man before. Like, rapper. I've never been titty fucked. Rapper Bay t- definitely titty fucked me because I was on my period and, you know, that's what he wanted to do. But I feel like titty fucking is amazing. Now we about gotta, to bring Wizard oh, Kelly, y'all. All you have to do is sit there and do this. Lazy bitches, this is our time. Moran. Now it's time to bring Wizard Kelly <laughs> Moran, have you ever titty fucked a girl before? Well, wait, have you ever titty fucked a girl before? Honestly, once, but really, it's not really my thing though. Like, I okay, you're right to it, but yeah. why? I mean, but what? But you don't like the way it feels. It's just like it's just 
It's different from what so you So Moran. Yeah. Yeah. What show? What's tea? I agree with my dude. It's, it's, it's you really, did it before, I, though. Of course I've done it before. Okay. Of course, I've definitely done it before. But, I mean, if I had to choose head over titty fucking, I'm picking head. Give me the head every time. Give me the head. Facts, well, for me, facts, bitch, right. please titty fuck me. I, really? I'm lazy, That requires lots of effort, though. Unless <laughs> you don't have to do shit but sit here that's and do true. this. Please titty that's fuck trash. me. That's gar- if you offer titty fucking first, that's Would you like gar- titty fucking garbage, bro? That pussy might be. Well, you know, Lexi always saying Garfield trash. Trash, bro. So she. Hey, excuse me, sir. Would you like a little titty fuck? No, like y'all, it's just not for me. Like I can't. I can't. And somebody has asked me to do it before, but I'm just like, what the fuck? All this pussy right here, all this ass, all this mouth. You have, and you want to fuck me? <laughs> you want to fuck my titties, bro? Yeah, but bro. you have not. And it ain't no lube or nothing. Like so. Yes, it is. You're supposed to put a little titties. Do not create lube. That's no, what you're I'm saying. To put something right there. Right, but it's like how stupid do I look? She, I look dumb as fuck. Me, <laughs> nobody, me. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I look dumb as fuck. Like, bitch, I'm oiling my titties crazy. up and shit so I can lay here but like this. Wait, let me say this, Dre. Are you dumb? You have nice boobs and you have big boobs, but your boobs aren't very, like, but I But guess what? I got nice-ass titties, but my pussy but, better. That's true. And my head is, too. Cool, and I, my booty. But you have fake titties, so, you know, it don't feel the same as my titties. You know, your titties. I actually think natural boobs feel better. That's what I'm saying. So my titties gonna feel different than your titties, but my titties are soft. They, they are feel no, them before they, they feel soft, real. But they're not like these titties, bitch. This, the point of the conversation is, we have to choose between pussy head or titty fucking. We, we want the pussy. Yes, we Dang. want the head. Straight up and down. Straight up Boy, and y'all down. can have Every these time. titties. Like I, no, bro. What is wrong with you? I just I like titty to. I'm lazy. Like dessert. So right, like, it's, it's like dessert like, when you don't want dessert. Right, like okay, yeah. I don't really want it. So in 2020. Bro, you still titty fucking niggas. Well, I, I mean, were you letting niggas titty fuck? Because they would. can't. Like, you if that's not. That's what my man want to do. But I mean, my niggas got good dick, so it's like, yeah, of course I want to fuck them. But like sometimes when I didn't feel like fucking rapper, babe, he just he. But he liked it. And what is the position for that? So I would like how we would do it. I would just be on my back and I would just hold my titties, and he would be on top of me just fucking my titties. Okay, wait. What, girl? I was so confused. It was like a missionary. Okay, okay, okay. So you laying back. Just like you laying back and he fucking your mouth. And you hold, so you laying back and you holding your titties and you like this. And then he on top of you. And and it's going like this. Yes, yes. So basically his belly button is like on your forehead. Belly button. (laughs) So your lash tickling the belly button. And I'm tweeting, texting you, seeing how your day going. How you texting me? But you, because you got a hold of. Girl, I got a long arm. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Just Y'all like crazy. that. No. Yes. Girl, y'all better get with the program. Y'all better work. Let me ask smarter, y'all something. Not harder. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. Y'all get enjoyment out of that, though? Uh, no. I just told you, I ain't doing that dumb ass shit. I'm no, I'm I got ass, I got a mouth, I got a fucking pussy. I'm not I'm not lie, fucking titty fucking. I will be, I will be, I will admit this. It is kind of awkward. You Absolutely. Fuck, and you gotta oil your you have to you have to oil your titties but up that's first. That's supposed to be sexy with it. <laughs> not the Ronnie. <laughs> I'm rubbing the oil. I'm getting ready, bitch. I'm getting ready. It's real sexy. Like, turn on that cute sweat. 
Oh my fucking god! Yeah. And I'm yeah. so fucking mad right now because I just had a fucking visual of you getting titty fucked. Oh my god, you are so <laughs> dramatic, bro. I did. So let us know how y'all feel about titty fucking. I'm not gonna say I like it because we don't get nothing. That's what it, you just said. It. To be I don't honest, mind doing it. I do not mind doing it. You don't so, but you like it. You just basically said that this no. whole fifteen minute conversation. No, I said I don't mind it because I don't have to do nothing. Now I did say that it is awkward, but I'm not gonna lie. I don't get any sexual stimulation or pleasure from it. Like, well, I'm, why would I get pleasure from that? But I said I don't mind it. But I told y'all I've said this before in the past. Whatever my nigga want to do, I'm down for it. Like I be whatever you want to do in the bed. Let's get to it. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, I am too. But that's just dumb to me. Why you want to fuck my titties? I mean. Why? That's a good point. I mean, it's a good point. But I'm down for like whatever that. too. It's like we could do some way more freakier shit. I can, let me, but they have let me entice you. That, we could do some way more freakier shit other than that, you. You have to realize like some people. Yeah. Do you remember when um Carly Rae said it a while back? Like she had like gave Young Jock a, a hand job but with her feet, like a foot job. Mm-hmm. People have foot fetishes. They want to fuck people's feet. You put your little feet together like this. That's some create, wild if shit. If you can create a hole, niggas gonna fuck it. <laughs> Not if you can create a hole, niggas gonna... I mean, well, bitch, titties ain't even a hole and niggas still fuck that's that. That's what I'm saying. It's just a little slit. You know what I'm saying? A little, if, they, if they can stick their dick in it, they gonna fuck it. So that's just... Bro, that's just... Let me know how much. y'all feel about titties fucking. It ain't that bad. Goddamn. Goddamn. Okay, so you wanna... Uh, so y'all know every week we you wanna do the questions or should we do the bop? Um, we could do. You want to do the bop or the, yeah, let's do the bop. I, I be so confused. I can't it's, remember and it's the so order. fucking dumb because we do this shit every, every week, week and we, and we never fucking know the order of the bop and the question. Okay, so let's do let's do the question first. Let's do the questions. First. Okay. Um. So as always, if you want your question answered on the show, make sure you email us at the uh shit askpoorminds a s k p o u r m i n d s at gmail dot com. So I'm going to read the first one. She said, hi, my name is China. I was wondering if in your next podcast, could you talk about giving oral sex for the first time? I need some pointers. Me and my boyfriend been together for three years, and he told me to wait until I'm ready. I've tried getting drunk, but I'm... But I didn't do it, and I don't want to push him away. I feel like he really deserves to get his dick sucked. But my fear is not knowing if I'll be good at it. I want to try the hall or ice because he's never had that experience. Could you talk about your experience with giving oral sex on a guy? Well, first of all, well, first of all, bitch, go watch your no porn. Candy. No, don't put no candy or nothing in your mouth. That's a little too extra. Well, I do think. Th- I think, honestly, I think using all of them gadgets and shit, well, not gadgets, but, like, how people be doing pop rocks and balls and shit, that's immature moves. That's because you don't know how to suck dick. And then you're trying to distract Because if you know how to suck dick, you really don't need none of that shit, (laughs) honestly. One of my homegirls recently had told me to use a fruit roll-up to suck dick. And I told Lex about it. And I told Lex about it. And Lex was like, bitch, that shit dumb. But me, just being dumbass me, I wanted to try it. So I tried it anyways, and it was stupid as fuck. Because they're sticky. Because it was sticky. And it was even more work for my jaws to like. Suck the shit Suck off. Suck that shit off. It's like, that shit be amateur shit and niggas really don't care about that shit. We got two men right here right now that's nodding their heads to everything that I'm right. saying because as long as, if you know how to suck dick, you don't need no pop rocks. No. You don't need no let fucking yo, halls. Me, you don't need no ice. Can, okay, go ahead. Candy do not belong down there. Do no. not put candy don't down there. Absolutely. Because like no, no. then I had to wipe, that's another thing. So then I had to wipe the dick off with a towel and soap after right. I used the uh, right. fruit roll-up because I'm not trying to get no yeast infection. Exactly. That's just extra. <laughs> let, exactly. Me give you, let me give you a tip, homegirl. 
So, first of all, you just got to make sure you got that wet mouth. Mm-hmm. So, the day you know you're about to get drink a lot of water. When I tell you, the day you know you're about to fuck, if you drink a lot of water, that's just going to make, it's going to make your pussy wet mm-hmm. and it's going to make your mouth wet. Like, if you drink a lot of water, that's a little tip to all the ladies out there. And you purchase don't sheet no orgasms. Extra. I mean, yeah, you can do the sheet orgasms because they definitely work. Yeah. They definitely, definitely work. But I'm saying, like, if you drink a lot of water, your mouth going to be extra, extra. And I'm not talking about, like, 20 minutes before. I'm talking about wake up in the morning. And have you some water all damn day. As long as your mouth is wet, I feel like you can watch a little porn, get some tips. And, you know, I feel like it's a learning experience. Y'all been together for three years. Y'all are comfortable with each other at this point. I feel like he needs to understand if it's your first time, it's not going to be the best head ever. But I feel like it's going to come with practice and time. So I feel like y'all just need to get in the groove of, you know, trying it. And him telling you what he likes and what he doesn't like. Just don't use your teeth and you'll be fine. And I can't believe this nigga been fucking with you for this long and you ain't gave him no head. He probably... Oh, he love her. He getting head. Chana, don't listen to her, queen. She needs to listen to me. He getting head. So she needs to go ahead and hit that head because that nigga already getting some from Man, somewhere but else. You know what? Some men don't like head. But he do love you because for a nigga to fuck with you for three years and you ain't gave him no head, bitch, he definitely he love, love you. He for sure. What do you like? What do you like? Because I ain't fucking with a nigga for two weeks and he don't give me I'm head. Dead. What do you like when a woman gives you head? Like, what do you like look for? It's all in the skill, for real. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta be, you know, one hand, two hands. It just gotta be elite, for real. Right. Can't, you can't really be, you can't act like you, you know how when you was a kid and you want, and your parents made you eat some shit and you ain't want to eat it, so you just... Nibble it? Don't do that. <laughs> don't nibble on the that. dick. Don't nibble on it. Swallow it, bitch. You gotta go all in. So, yeah, that's what I fuck with. So, you, you just like confidence, really? Yeah, Like, if you're confident, confident like you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, Okay, yeah, that's yeah. actually a good and little I don't, tip. I don't fuck with candy, like that candy shit. No, nah, it's just yeah, too that's much too cleaning extra. up you gotta do. Like, I gotta clean up before I have sex with you. Mm-hmm. That's just too much. And this, and this yeah. is off topic, which, you know, we always get off topic. I want to know from them, from Moran and... Yeah. I want to know, Um, do y'all... Is it a turn off when women get up to speed? Get like, oh, get up, after walk you away nut. After like, you if nut. a girl, like, if you nut in a girl mouth and she get up to speed. I want to say it's a turn off. It's just like, all right, she got to do what she got to do. She ain't want to swallow it. All right, cool. Do what you do. How do you feel about it, Moran? Same. I mean, she don't got to swallow it. As long as I got off, we straight. Oh, now, I'm now, swallowing that now, shit. You gonna know I'm a right, killer. Now, Me now, too. Yeah. Swallow it. Now she swallow it. That's you be like, oh shit. That's a new <laughs> right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, they don't yeah, mind yeah. if you go. I feel like they don't mind if you go spit, but if you yeah, swallow cool. it, they like. And that's another tip, China. <laughs> and that's another tip, China. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> swallow and then still suck it. That's oh, different. That's different. Mm, that's different. Oh, I know, bitch. I'm different. Wow. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm that's, telling China. Hey, hey, that's, oh, that's, that's, if you really trying to get that nigga for real, sis. That's going to get you the flight confirmation. <laughs> and we know all about the flight. We know all about the flight confirmation. But yes, okay, so, so, yes Rita, so let us know if y'all have any tips for, for China and giving oral sex and all that good stuff. So read the next one. Okay. Us. So the next one is from April. She said, I need friends. Hey, ladies, I love the show. I just need some help from my favorite podcast. Okay. So I just graduated college and I live in Atlanta. I have a few friends from school, but none of them live in Atlanta. They live in rural areas in Georgia. Like, 
like three plus hours away. I want to start going out and exploring the city and doing shit in the clubs, etc. But I don't have any friends here. How can I make real friends living here? Because y'all know bitches be weird laughing my ass off. Or should I just go to the clubs and restaurants alone? By the way, Lex, I love when you sing and I love how thick Drea accent is laughing my oh, ass I'm, off. I'm Thank ladies. Love worry. you both. You posted to sing. They was really mad at you last they week. Were. Because I kept trying to ask you to sing. I don't have nothing to sing. What you gonna sing this week? I don't know. I, I got a request. Go ahead. I'm dead. Um, so I feel like making friends, people are definitely weird. So I feel like don't wait on people, first of all. Like, if you want to go eat, you want to go to a happy hour, just go. You might meet people there. But I'm not going to lie. I feel like social media can be weird. But for me, like, outside of Drea, because I knew Drea before I moved here. But Drea was my only friend when I moved here. Mm-hmm. So now I met Jazz. I met my friend Diamond. And I met them from Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they're actually, like, my really, really close friends now. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I hit people up. And I've met people outside. And they, like, follow me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we follow each other. So I feel like Instagram is a little different. But on Twitter, people are on there all day. And you're talking with people. And you build a rapport with them. So I feel like if you have a Twitter account, you know, follow people from Atlanta and kind of get on the scene like that if you don't feel comfortable going out by yourself. But I feel like social media is a good tool to meet friends, honestly. I agree. I've met a lot of good people off of social media, honestly. But like I said before, don't be scared to go out and start strike conversations with people. You know, like... I always meet people like my Uber girl. I got my Uber that dropped me off last night. I got her number, girl, and like now see that's some friendly ass shit. That's some bullshit. But no, she was she was from New Orleans and she lived in Houston. So no, but she was just saying the same thing. She was like, I don't have any friends. So it's like if me and Diamond or me and you or me and Jasmine go to a happy hour, it ain't nothing. Be like, hey, we're here. You and Diamond. Not me. I don't want to go saying, nowhere with that hoe. All I'm saying is just talk to people. It's not bad to talk to people. So let me interject from my perspective. Atlanta hoes are weird as fuck. All of them. Like bitches who be out and all that shit. Bitches who got Instagram followers who on Instagram well, and all that shit. She's not talking about that. She's just talking about but people I'm in saying, general. Okay. And I'm talking about people in general. In general, Atlanta hoes is weird. Even if a bitch don't got a bunch of followers, she want them. I've, majority not, of the time that's not my experience with the women so even if a bitch ain't dating a big dick baller she want one and she might want yours because she, she might want yours if you meet the hoe and you start hanging with her and she gets to know you these hoes out here is weird as fuck I'm I feel serious. like you need to find people who have a like mind as you who Ooh. trying to do the same shit that you trying to do who are y'all have things in common for example yeah Lex was my friend before she moved here that's why we friends but the friends that I have now in Atlanta we have things in common Mm -hmm. we all trying to do similar shit and we all trying to reach the same goal I done made the mistake of making friends with bitches that I just met out or met because they was cute and was like oh let's link up because we both cute yay oh yeah I never did that I've never done that yeah no I have not no you right because anyways so (laughs) I just feel like I don't know. Like, just don't make friends for that reason. That's the wrong reason yeah, like to I make said, friends. I feel like just talk to people and see what they're into. Like, you know, and because I feel like, and then if you work somewhere and you have a job and you're like, talk to talk to your coworkers. Like, you never know. You may end up being cool with your coworkers. I feel like just talk to people. Like, that's the best advice I can give. But don't be making friends with people in your Uber. No, I didn't say we were going to be friends. But like she, like I said, we, she ended up telling me like she's a photographer and, you know, she lived, she was from New Orleans. She had moved to Houston. So we was talking about Houston, being that I'm from Houston. And she was just saying she didn't have a lot of friends out here. So I was like, you know, you want to come catch a drink with us? I've done that before. 
I've met, I told and Has it really, has it ever really turned into a friendship? Yeah, that's how me and Diamond ended up being friends and me and Jasmine. And now mm-hmm. me and Jasmine are roommates. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but I will say, I've had had instances where people ended up being weird. Like, me and Diamond had met a guy. He was a gay guy. And we told him to come have drinks with us. And he just ended up being a complete weirdo. So sometimes it does happen. Like, you know, people end up being weird. But I feel like for the most part, just talk to people. Mm-hmm. What do you have to add? No, I agree. You feel me? Just talk to people. Chop it up with people. Um, You never know really who you're talking to. You know, mm-hmm. you might be, you might see somebody that's quote unquote lit. You might want to fuck with them, thinking they the lit person. And they not. Be with, and they mm-hmm. ain't got shit moving. Right. But then you got an average motherfucker that look real regular. They ain't that's low key out the way. Right. That's and really that's got everything really, going on. Everything going that could possibly put you in a position. So I and, would say, you know. Right. And that's why I said seek friends for the most part that just have a like mind as you. Exactly. And y'all have shit in common. Like, don't want to be friends with people for sh- social status and exactly. all that type of shit. Because a lot of the time, them be the most fucked up people. Exactly. Honestly. And a lot of egos. A lot of people like that with a lot of social Hell status. Hell yeah. They, they got a lot of egos. And, mm-hmm. they, and they, they tend to, like, and I've ran into people like that. They tend to treat people like shit mm-hmm. because they not necessarily quote unquote where they think they are. And they in it for themselves a lot yeah. of the time. A lot of the time, people like that be all be wanting to be friends with you for what they can gain from the relationship. Exactly. I don't want to be opportunist. I, and I do always say this. I feel like every relationship in your life does need to be beneficial to some capacity. You know what right. I mean? Whether it's whatever, financial, emotional, spiritual, whatever the case may be. It needs to be a reason why you friends with people. Right. But also... I feel like you don't need to seek out relationships right. for yeah. certain reasons. Okay, so we gonna, we got to keep it moving, y'all. Yeah. Over time. Okay, so we're going to do the bop of the week. Uh, Dre, you want me to go first or you want to go first? You can go first. So my bop of the week, y'all know I've kind of been into like the R&B vibes lately. Like last week, my bop of the week was started up by um, Alex Molly. So my bop of the week this week is by a new artist. Her name is Elaine. Well, I don't know if she's new, new, but this is the first song I've heard from her. Mm-hmm. Her name is Elaine, and the song is called Changes. It's just like a really emotional love song. I've just been into slow, emotional love songs lately. So um, she can really, really sing. She's really talented. I've been really into, like, artists that are actually creating art lately and actually making good music and telling a story. So, um, yeah, so shout-out to Elaine Changes. That's my bop of the week. It's Like I said, it's a slow song, so if you like R&B, you'll like it. So Danae Eco has a new song. Oh, not Pussy Fairy. <laughs> I oh, like it. Brother. Y'all know I I can Lex do not like Janae. Oh, and I don't know no. why. And I hope she never watches the show because bitch. Well, I hope she do, cause bitch, I stand. It's not that <laughs> I don't like her. But her music I love is so, you. You know, I already did my Janae Aiko impression. You did. So it's like I just I can't get into it. But I feel like she how though? You're because toxic, my pussy is good. Let's get high. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. You're toxic. We're high. My pussy is good. I got that wet mouth. That's how she. Am I lying? Am, am I lying? Okay. First of all, You're toxic. I'm, she gonna watch. She listen to this. She gonna come out with a song called "You're Toxic." First of all. Okay, I feel like she talks about real shit in her songs, though. She talks about shit that's relatable. Right, you're talking about a lot of women. This pussy is good. That's relatable. (laughs) But that's all she says. That is not all she says. How many songs? Name 
Name four Janae Aiko songs. No, no, I, no, seriously. Okay, so I actually like a Janae Aiko song. Name a, four. That's not what I asked you. Name I am. four. So you versus them was actually like a song that I actually really, really liked. Um, Sativa. That's a good song. Sativa is a good song. I do like that one. Um, what's another one? I, can I name Pussy Fairy? No, bitch, because that just came out yesterday or the day before yesterday or whenever the fuck it came out. No. Honestly, I, you don't know four, so shut I up. Don't listen to her. I and that's fine. So you I can't make a generalized listen. statement yes, about somebody if, if you I've don't listen to their music. To, if I've listened to your music and I've gave it a shot and I don't like it, I can have an opinion on it. I absolutely you can. can, but you can't say that every song is about that yes, when you literally only know two songs. I've listened to. I listened to her whole that whole album that she had with Big Sean. I listened to it. I've okay, to and her. that was not the album you should have listened to. If well, we're I've being listened, honest, no. I'm, but I'm saying I've listened to a lot of her music. Like every time she drops a song that's how I knew you were talking about Pussy Fairy when, when Cause you, artists, so you listen to Pussy yes, Fairy and you artists, didn't like it because I, I am into music when an artist drops a song and people Same. are talking about it I'm going to listen yeah Every time I listen to a Janae, you just, you know, it's about my pussy. I'm toxic. I'm toxic. My <laughs> pussy is good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bitch. Oh, that's that's it. So she just doesn't do it for me. I, I like that she's very into, you know, who she is. And I think that's cute. Maybe that's stuff, the but... problem. But maybe that's why I don't, maybe that's why I can't believe you don't like her. Because, bitch, we both toxic. Speak for yourself. Bitch, you a toxic ass <laughs> In your relationship. We're not. This is about the bop of the week, We're right? But what I was Shut saying up, is, man. I can't believe no. you don't like her. What's your bop of the week? What My are you bop of the to? week. I think I'm still bumping Roddy Rich, man. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. album is yeah, hard. with that one, so I think I'm still fucking with uh, the, box the box. Is the one? Yeah, the box is the one. What that was our bop a few weeks ago. Yeah, what y'all think about War I think, Baby? I, I like War Baby. I like how he. I like how he brought in the uh, the uh, choir. With yes, I feel like War Baby is like really like up there. I feel like people don't talk about War Baby as much as they do the box. War baby is it's up there with the box, though, honestly. It in my really opinion. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really so, is. Well, it's yeah, only so. because I feel like the box is the single. Well, yeah, it's yeah. like the club record. Yeah, yeah. so, sure. I mean, War Baby might be the next single, though. Yeah, War Baby hard. Be. So, I shout out to Roddy Rich. Like I said, I don't like the fact that Selena and Justin and all them been like, Begging for streams because they want to be number one. Let Are you, we talked about shine. this yesterday. Yeah, one. we talked about this on the Unrated Unruly podcast. But I feel like let Roddy Rich get his shine. He's a new artist and he's he's good at what he. But does. But when you say begging for streams, what do you? What they're do you literally mean? telling like, can y'all stream? Justin Bieber was like, please, yummy, stream, yummy, yummy, yummy. I want it to be number one, and it didn't happen. So how do y'all feel about yummy, yummy? Girl, you got that yummy, yummy. I feel like Justin Timberlake. I mean, Justin Bieber. <laughs> don't do, don't bring, just, don't bring JT into That's these. I just feel like Justin Bieber, he, he's, he's not making good music anymore. I feel like he's trying mm. too hard to be urban and fit in. And he's trying too hard to do what the black artists are doing. Right. And just stay in your lane. You're a white boy that got a little swag. Make your pop music with a little swag and leave it at that. Is he still, is he still with the money scene? Um, I don't know, but I know he was like uh with Usher or something. He had a deal with Usher or something. Well, he that's how he started off. But then remember, he was like with Floyd Mayweather. He was like with the money team. Oh, I don't know. Child. He had a chain and everything. I'm dead. I don't know, but I feel like you know. But that shit is just it was just for clout because he was cool at the time. Mm-hmm. Cool white so, boy. Yeah, he was a cool. He was a cool white boy at the time, but he's not the cool white boy no more. So like, y'all not fucking with Yummy and Me. No, I'm not fucking with. I didn't even listen to Selena Gomez song. What song do she have? She got. I guess she. I haven't listened to her album either. or. Something, but she doesn't make good music. So, what's your actress? I don't think. Song? I don't think that. She That's the heart wants what it wants. The heart wants what it wants was a fucking bop, bro. Yeah. But name another. Name for Selena Gomez songs. 
them. Name them. What? No, no, name them. <laughs> name them, bitch. Name them. Since you want to play. Bitch, first of all, exactly. I did not necessarily say that she's had, like, a great career. <laughs> Oh, I just was oh. saying the heart one what it want is a good song. You tried to diminish Janae Aiko's whole career in existence because you don't know four songs. I have listened to more. I've listened to enough songs that I just because I don't know the name of them. I've listened to her music, but that's not. We're not going to get there. We not. But what I'm saying is Selena Gomez does not make good music. I don't think, and I'm not disagreeing I'm not, with you no, on that. No, I'm not saying that. I never said Janae Aiko. I feel like, I'm like not disagreeing. Janae Aiko, I really feel like she makes good music. It's just not for me. Okay. I don't like her. I'm not saying that her music is bad. Okay. I just, you're toxic, my pussy is fire. That's not me. <laughs> that that not really sounds like you, though. That's why it's crazy. Because <laughs> it really sounds like you could relate. Do you have an item of the week, sir, <laughs> sis? You was about to call me sir. Bitch. Whatever you want me to call you. <laughs> What's your item of the week, bitch? Um, I don't think I have one. We let's this Bel Air Rose. No, okay, so I'll talk about my item of the week. So, um, as y'all can see, I'm natural hair mommy today. So usually when I take my wigs off, I'll go buy me a fake puff, right? Because my hair all used to be bald headed, y'all. So I haven't seen my hair in like eight months, bitch. So I took my hair down. And I went and bought me a little puff so I could put my little fake puff in so I could be natural. And I put, and my this is my real hair, y'all. So I just, my, I, I thought just, it was the drawstring. Yes, I usually do a drawstring puff because my <laughs> hair don't be long enough, y'all, because I was bald-headed. Like I said, I ain't seen my hair in eight months. So when I brushed it out and I put my hair in a pony, I said, oh, shit, bitch. I did, though. When I was on FaceTime with you yesterday, I did not know that yes, that was your hair. I thought that was the hair. pony. <laughs> so my item of the week is my hair, and shout out to the natural Bitch, hair. what? No, I'm saying... <laughs> No, because I want, I said in 2020, I'm going to do a better effort in taking care of my hair. Like, honestly, like. But give us a product. You talking about the item of the week is yes. my hair. No, I mean, it's no, I feel like I use products that work for me, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me I don't, one. But I haven't been wearing, I'm about to start wearing my natural hair. More. So I'm letting you guys know that's my item of the week because this is what I'm doing right now. Like, this is my little, my mini journey. Of course, I'm going to get my hair done <laughs> soon. But I feel like I'm trying to take better care of my hair because, bitch, these edges on this side, not this side. This side good, but it's a little thin over here. Y'all can't. That's see. because of the frontal. That's because of the fr- fucking frontal. So, speech. so we had a conversation about this not that long ago, and you said you felt like frontals don't be affecting your edges like that. But now yeah. you see it yeah, has. Yeah, because I haven't seen my hair in eight months. Also. Okay. So now I see my front. I mean, it ain't bad because I still got hair, but it's it's a little thin. It's a little thin. It's a little thin, but it's all right. It's gonna come back. So do you think you are gonna start doing glueless? Um, I think I'm gonna start doing um, maybe like Vixen sew-ins mm-hmm. or just hairstyles where my perimeter is gonna be out. He like this shit going hair. over my head. I don't know I'm what sorry. the fuck y'all talking about now. <laughs> I know it's okay. It's okay. I'm learning something today. I told you though. I think you should try glueless frontals because I mean they be looking good. I when love girls... a good frontal though, baby. But I'm saying glueless. I know. That's what I'm saying. With that's the, what I'm I saying. mean, but I heard the band hurt. The band. I'm not getting a headache, y'all. Yeah. Y'all know my head big, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just still thinking on it. But for now, I'm natural hair mommy for a little bit. Okay. I'm I like it though. I always love your natural hair. <laughs> I do. I always told you that. So before what is your you request for my song, life. Before we get out of here. Okay. So wait. Before we get out of here, <laughs> I'm gonna sing life. But you haven't you, sung it in so long. I haven't. Can you give us like where can we find you on social media? Your business, like just promote yourself. So tell people where they can find you. Oh, for sure. You can find me on Instagram at jcart 
um, at J-C-A-R-P. Uh, my business Instagram is at CarpTaxCo, C-A-R-P-T-A-X-C-O. Um, on there, you'll find on my website all the work I'm doing in the community, everything. Do you have a Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter, Twitter, really the big. Yeah, I know. That's why I asked you. We be on Twitter too. I don't tweet as much as her, but I be like scrolling a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm on Twitter way more. So my Twitter name is J Carp J C A R P underscore four one zero. Okay. Okay. We're going to find you all. And he's BDB certified, y'all. So <laughs> Gary, we, go, we give him the stamp of approval. Yes, yeah, so and we're going to put all his information in the bio as well. Dre, sure. do you have anything to add? Um, hopefully, hopefully soon we have <laughs> legs. Not yet. I'm giving you back. What the fuck? Okay, so hopefully next week or the week after we have like a little banner in the background. But yeah, we got like a lot of guests coming for y'all this coming for y'all soon this year. So we want to start, you know, having more conversations with other people outside of us. Oh. So, yeah, that's really all I have to add. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's been real. And take it away, Lex. Like I got chosen me. Black male in the family of three. Shout out to (laughs) y'all. Big Mama No, you're not done. That's all they get. They no, what the fuck? How <laughs> did I get live? Y'all thought I was done. <laughs> live, 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 Yo, live. All right, we done, we done. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Thank you so much. Bye, y'all. Thank you, Thank you so much. <laughs>